Okay, clap. Oh, Hold on, let me my, get it. My favorite part. Not my favorite part. <laughs> How's my volume? We're good. Okay, you ready? <laughs> okay, clap in one, two, three. D did you clap? No. <laughs> I don't have. I'm on camera. Did, were you watching? Like... Were you paying no, any I, attention? I know I wasn't. Clap. I did. Oh, okay. I did. Okay, so now here's my joke. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I gotta get serious. <clears throat> Hold on. Hold on. I, I am holding on. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep laughing. <laughs> now I had this whole thing planned. Okay. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so stupid. Okay. Okay. I'm crying. Um. I need our listeners to know that I don't know what's about to happen. I just, she said she had a joke. It's and then she funny. died as soon as we hit record. So it's I have no funny. idea. I think it's funny. Okay, okay. I was going to go, hello, welcome to Death Pod. I'm Heather and my co-host today, Matt. You're a fucking co-host. I own this show. Was that the joke? What? That was that was the joke? That was what we yeah. had five minutes of build up for? Was so that you could yeah. be like... I mean, you could have just said that. I would have been like, yeah, yeah, it's about right. Basically, fuck you, Matt. I mean, yeah, it's about right. I let you do, like, the vast majority of the work. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. I was just kind of like a, like a fuck you, Matt. Yeah, co-host. I mean, it's accurate. I don't know what, I don't know what's supposed to be the joke here. Do you think if I asked my friend Connor slash Trog to be a guest, he would? I don't know this person. So that's oh, that's, that's a question that I can't answer. I would he's say, the one who said he doesn't really care for you, but he would drive nine to ten hours to Virginia for me. <laughs> yeah. I have people who don't like me that I don't know they exist. That, that, that feels good. Now it feels like I'm a real podcaster. I know, right? <laughs> some people love me some people fucking hate you it's fantastic so i think maybe we should try for a guest you know i mean if you want to yeah i'll ask him i'll ask him right now while we're recording right now right uh hey now. bud um hold hold on <clears throat> oh oh there he is uh should i call him that's how we're gonna do guests is literally you're just holding your <laughs> phone gonna, up to your microphone. Call like, him. Uh, hold on. He probably won't answer me. Can you hear that? Barely. <laughs> hey. How's it going? Uh, it's great. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I have I have to ask. Um, I'm recording a podcast right now. 
Are you giving your consent to be on it right now? Uh, sure. We got consent, baby. Okay, we have a question for you. As one of our amazing, beautiful listeners, would you like to be a guest on our next recording? Uh, sure. I'd love to, if possible. Okay. Matt, figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's my job. Now it's my podcast. Now I get to figure out the problems. (laughs) Okay. Okay, cool. I'm the face. (laughs) I'm the face and the voice. You do all the tech stuff, because besides editing the actual... Yeah, besides all of the tech stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you, Connor. We love you. Love you. Bye. Okay, we we got a guest. Now, you know what needs to happen is the next time we record, you just call him again. Be like, hey, you're a guest on the show. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) This is the only way we could technically make it work. (laughs) Matt spent like 30, 45 seconds thinking about it and just like phone call. That's all we got. So we're not doing we're not doing that. I can guarantee you that came over so horrible. Oh, a hundred percent. That was a (laughs) terrible idea from the start, but you did it anyway. And that's what this podcast is all about. I, I, but I got his consent. The only thing that matters. Like flag. I didn't give consent to be in this episode. The only thing that matters. <laughs> the only thing. Okay. So, hello. Welcome to our podcast. This is the same bullshit different week. <laughs> <laughs> I have no other response. Um, apparently, Matt has a wonderful, amazing story for me. I have a pretty good story, too, but it's super fucking long. So... I'm not sure how we want to go about this. This is, is yours, more lead is in than we've like, ever had. Is yours like, like I'm going to piss myself amazing? I mean, considering you have the goldfish bladder, um, maybe. I pee a lot, okay? <laughs> I can't help so it. Ma- Sometimes so I maybe. pee, Matt. So, so maybe. Maybe is the only answer I have for you. So, so you want to go last? Sure. Is this something we should discuss before we start recording? No. This is because content. Because every fucking episode. Like, you want to go first? It's this content. Is, this is what people come here for. This They're is like, a these fucking people have been train doing wreck. This. They've been doing this for six months now, and they still don't have their shit Look, together. Look, if, if, if this were any more organized than it is right now, it wouldn't be the two of us doing it. <laughs> like, this is, this is what happens when the two of us talk. Like, it's just... It's just mayhem and sadness. So. Okay, I don't like the sadness part. It's it's like minimal sadness, like 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 twenty five percent. Look, if anybody came here with any kind of standard, they'd be pretty upset at this point. <laughs> like, any any bar we were expected to clear has absolutely been dropped. They're honestly, our listeners are probably just like, you know, we only go to just to make sure that like Heather's okay at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, we don't actually listen. We're just like, oh, good. They uploaded something again. Good. They're still, like, oh, okay. they're still okay. Heather's alive. We should title this Heather uh, sadly has passed away. And then it's like, no, psych. <laughs> no, we won't do no. that. No, we're, 
We're not clickbaiting your death. <laughs> we should, I'm telling we you. We should have done that with the first episode where it's like Heather has COVID. It's like, oh, she died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've said that many times that one or both of us have died. But uh, we don't need to clickbait the title. I've gotten very close. Mm-hmm. Like, I had COVID. I just recently got over my fucking boob infection again. Like, I'm just <laughs> winning. <laughs> that is, let me just say that the term boob infection out of context is is just a beautiful thing. Like, to say that somebody without without any other details. Oh, I got over my boob infection. Oh, Cool, cool, good. I think that's a good. <laughs> just, I'm just, happy just for to you. say good for you. <laughs> Thank you. My boob is very happy right now. I'm happy. Just the one. The Sometimes, other one's still kind of pissed off, but the one is doing The other one's fine. The other one, the one that has now tried to kill me twice, um, the only thing I can say about it is um, you need to get your fucking shit together. Okay? <laughs> stop. <laughs> just Stop. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to lob you off. I'm, I'm going to <laughs> just chop it off right now at this point in my life. I don't care. <laughs> but, like, I love my boobs. And I don't want to part with one of them. You know? Fair. They're my boobs. Fair. I grew them all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell my story now. <laughs> yes, because I have no... I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say here anymore. Please Just get me out of here. Like, good job. You grew your own boobies. I'm proud <laughs> of you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Rub my hands together. <sighs> so my story today takes place in. Hold on. Was it Harlem? <laughs> um. You need to get your shit together. You need to have notes so that you you don't have to stop and look every time. You need to you need to put some effort into this podcast. I I yeah, it was Harlem. Okay, I'm right. Must start takes place in Harlem, New York. Didn't get through the first fucking sentence, so we had to go do research okay. again. God damn it. It's in my notes. Okay. So, my story is based in Harlem, New York, uh, for two brothers, and their names are Homer Lusk. I don't know how to say the last names. Collier. Co- what? Collier. Co- Collier. Yes. Okay, Homer Collier and Langley Collier. Um, they were born in the 1880s. Um born to a Manhattan doctor and they tend to live in tenements for like the early parts of their lives and their father was still going to medical school. I got all the history, baby. <laughs> but not um, where they so, live. Yeah. <laughs> Actually it's right there. It's I didn't have to go search it. <laughs> so when uh, their father started to work at the uh, Bellevue Hospital the brothers had moved in um, with other family members to um, 2078 Fifth Avenue in Harlem. And uh, they both went to Columbia University. And Homer studied uh, maritime law and Langley studied um, engineering and chemistry. Good for you. I could fucking never. So um, their parents actually separated in 1990. Um, and Homer and Langley, like, 
never married, never lived alone. Um, they chose to stay with their mother in the Fifth Avenue apartment. Um, a few years later, 1923, their father had died and he left them with like all of his medical instruments and all of his medical books and stuff like that. Um, and then their mother died six years after that. <clears throat> and the brothers continued to stay in that um, Fifth Avenue apartment that they had shared with her. And so essentially at this point, like Homer's still practicing law. Langley um, was purchasing and selling pianos. So, you know, like they're still, still within the community, still doing stuff and everything. Homer even purchased like property across the street from their residence uh, with the intention of turning it into a apartment building. And so in 1932, Homer suffered a stroke and from the stroke, it actually caused him to go blind. So this led Langley to quit his job in order to take care of his brother full time. And because of that, um, they pretty much like withdrew from the community and kind of just like stayed with themselves. So uh, Langley did take care of his brother, but they refused to go see doctors like... <laughs> So, uh, Langley would feed Homer a hundred oranges a week, black bread, and peanut butter, which he claimed would cure his brother's blindness. Um, he would also read, like, uh, books to his brother and play him, um, sonatas, like, on the piano and stuff. But because of, uh, the stroke and everything that happened, Homer eventually developed, um, rheumatism and it actually left him entirely paralyzed and he still rejected any medical help. So, and again, like none of them are working, none of them have any income. And so the city went and actually shut off their utilities because they weren't paying for it. And, you know, Langley, he went to school for engineering. He was actually able to jerry-rig an old Ford Model T um, as a generator for the house, so, like, they sell electricity and stuff, um, but for water, he would go to, like, local parks, and, um, he used a small kerosene heater to warm up their house, so, you know, just poor, <laughs> um, <laughs> best way to describe it, and because of all this, Langley's mental health had really begun to deteriorate, he would only leave the house after midnight, like, only in the dark, <laughs> So, in his trips across the city, uh, he would pick up, like, a bunch of junk and he'd bring it back to the house. So, he started hoarding items and a lot of it was, like, baby carriages, bikes, records, empty bottles and cans, you know, just, like, anything he could, like, really get a hold of. Um, he started purchasing, you know, instead of paying his fucking bills, um, started using the money that he did have to purchase, like, unused instruments, books, fabrics. Um, they would, he would collect, like, newspapers and just, like, stack them everywhere. And he stated that they were for Homer when he would regain his sight, you know, from the, like, billions of oranges he's now eaten at this fucking point. So that he'd know what he missed. Yeah, so he would know what he's missed. I'm sorry, if I went blind and somebody was like, hey, I've saved every fucking newspaper for the last, like, ten years in the hopes that you get your sight back, I think I'd be pissed off. That is a labor like, of love. 
It, Look at no. I have gone so, out of my way to make sure that I have cataloged everything that's happened since you've lost your sight, so that the day you regain your sight, we can go through it together. Like that's fucking love right there. I mean, could you catalog it in a way where it's not taking up an entire house? You're blind. You don't care. Because <laughs> I'm blind. Yeah, you're blind. So so what? We'll throw them out when you're okay. done with them. Oh my god. What are you? Oh, oh are you are you worried about the mess in the corner of the room, Heather? Yeah. You're blind. You don't know. You don't even know it's there. You don't know what's there oh, outside the fact that I've told you. If I get my sight back and all I'm going to see is just trash everywhere, I'm going to be pissed. And then we will start to go through them and throw them out as we get finished and clean up the mess. Oh, my God. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, the Brothers Eccentric Cities had, like, brought them, like infamy within their neighborhood and stuff. So, um, stories had then gained widespread attention in 1938, and the New York Times had reported that they had turned down an offer of $125,000 for their Harlem Brownstone, um, which is not a true statement at all. And within the articles, the Times had implied that the brothers had, um, like, a lot of, like, material wealth within their home, which, again, it's trash. <laughs> um, so, because of this article, um, there were a lot of burglary attempts on their home. So, Langley uh, essentially did, like, a home alone situation and built a bunch of booby traps um, around and inside of their house. <laughs> well, when and you've got all the material sitting there. You know, yeah, when you have all the trash. Uh, I know. <laughs> sitting you know there. that... Uh... You know Homer's not going anywhere, so... Well, well, now, that's sad. So, it's, you know, it's all for protection. Yeah, it's protected. You're brother. in Harlem in the 1920s, 10s? Uh, I think this is 19... This is, like, almost 1940s by this point. The 1940s? So, yeah. Yeah. Either way, you're, you're in Harlem in the 1940s. You're not in a great spot. I mean, no. So... <laughs> So you tell Homer, well, Homer doesn't need to know because he can't see it and will probably never see it. But you tell Homer, like, yeah, no, I've, I've created some traps to make sure that uh, we're safe in here. That's a good thing. That's a positive. That's another labor of love. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, after some uh, neighborhood kids had thrown rocks through a window in their house, um, they actually boarded up all the windows and they wired their doors shut. So, fun. Um, so, come about like 1942, um, at this point, the house was just so filled with junk that it was actually impossible to enter through the front door. Um, trash was overflowing out of the house and the brothers basically lived in and slept in nests that they had built amid this trash. Um, again, Homer, fucking paralyzed, blind. So I feel like Langley's just like throwing him in like a, a trash heap. No, 
You build the nest um, oh, around him. I'm sorry, Homer. I feel like I feel like Langley is throwing Homer into a trash heap. Build I hate the nest around people. him. Yeah, I just... he's got his he's got his spot. There's pictures of his spot. He's got his oh, spot God. next to. He's got like a little table next to him and like a chair in the corner of the room. But like, yeah, you build around him. You don't throw him on a pile. Oh God. So. God, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> um, it's your story. I know. <laughs> so, so Langley obviously isn't working, taking care of his brother, um, being a fucking hoarder. Um, and he spent his time during the day, like, working on inventions. Um, he actually made a device for vacuuming inside of pianos. Um, and he would spend his time, like, building tunnels in passageways through the piles of rubbish throughout the house. Like, this is something that I think is, is important to note. Langley was a genius. Like, it, like genuinely, he might have been a bit out there. But, like, yeah. the man genuinely, like, he got an engineering degree in, no, he like, did. The, the 10s, I think. He got it, tw- 10s or 20s. Like, it was, like, 20 or so years before. Because I think they were, like, 70-ish. Yeah. So it might have even been before that. But, like, the man knew what he was doing. So, you know, when he's... I can only imagine, right, these traps he's he's building throughout the house are, like, hardcore, elaborate, well-engineered traps made of, you know, odds and ends that he happened to grab from the park. Like, Well, that's exactly, like, how he was building them was, like, with the stuff that he was picking up. Oh, yeah, it was just miscellaneous crap. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. if that man with that intellect wanted to kill somebody coming after him he knew how to do it if yeah. if that man wanted to arrange his mess in such a way that like would be unsuspecting but then dangerous like that man could do it so oh yeah i i, I wish i could go in there i would love to go in there i would have thrown up i would have i mean I granted vomited. granted the smell was probably something else. But, like, I would love to see that combination of ingenuity and insanity come together into, like, like you said, Home Alone-style traps. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm I'm envisioning, at least, is that's what it was or, or looked like. <laughs> I, I, wish so. I, I wish you could see it. I want to see it. No. <laughs> so, um, on March 21st, 1947... An anonymous man, I cannot fucking talk. An anonymous man, ooh, called um, New York's 122nd police precinct uh, to complain about the smell of decomposition emanating um, from the uh, house that the brothers resided in. And because locals had often called the police about like strange going-ons at this house and all the break-ins and stuff... Um, they instantly sent over an officer. Um, once there, the policeman couldn't even get inside of the house. Like, they had no way. The windows were actually reinforced with iron bars. The telephone and doorbell were missing. The entryway was filled with just, like, piles of junk. And so uh, they had six other men arrive so that they could basically, like, barge their way into the house. Um, and as the men began tossing junk out onto the street to, you know, like, enter it, 
um, a patrolman broken through a window on the second floor. And then after fighting through more junk um, piled all the way to the ceiling, they found the body of Homer. So the thing is, they couldn't find Langley's body. And so police, the newspapers, they're thinking Langley was um, the anonymous, like, person who had called. And he had basically, like, ran away. So, like, rumors are spreading that he, like, boarded a bus to Atlantic City, to New Jersey. The police are, like, going on this, like, manhunt, um, basically to find this guy. And nothing was turning up. And so while this manhunt is happening, they had a cleanup crew, you know, to get rid of all the junk in the house. And they actually removed 120 tons of, of trash from this house. Um, it just say, was like, huh? I just say that is an impressive building that it can withstand yeah, that much. The, the fact it held that much weight. That much rotting shit. weight sitting on top of it. Yeah. That's impressive. And so after... Almost three weeks of this cleanup. Um, on April 9th, they found lying inside a two-foot-wide tunnel made of drawers and bed springs. Um, they found Langley. So um, he was just 10 feet from where his brother had actually been found. And he was obscured by, like, the mounds of just stuff, you know. He was 10 in, feet away, but, like, how house. much longer, how long did it take for them to find him? Uh, almost three weeks. Yeah, three weeks to go 10 feet yeah. into this building. Yeah. Oof. And so they're thinking what happened was that Langley was bringing food um, to Homer via like one of his tunnels. And he must have tripped one of his own booby traps that caused a cave-in and crushed him and killed him. And so Homer passed away because... From starvation like he's fucking paralyzed and, and blind mm -hmm. you know <laughs> so um essentially both brothers died because langley was an insane fucking hoarder and they both didn't believe in medical care apparently even though their dad was a doctor so kudos <laughs> i feel like you have completely overlooked how this is a story of love between two brothers okay i feel like i feel again. like you completely just again i'm blind I'm paralyzed. You're feeding me fucking oranges, having me live in a shithole that I don't know about because I'm fucking blind. I'd be pissed off. I would not be like, oh, they love me. No, I would be pissed. You, you Neither might be like, oh, worked. I love this person. Neither of them had they any have money. They were, situation. they were dealing, they had what they had and what they had was each other. Like, oh, actually, um, they did have money. <laughs> well, I mean, their parents, money, right? They didn't work. No, they didn't work, but they actually, the bank at one point was like, hey, we're going to foreclose your fucking house, and you owe us, like, $8,000, and they were like, oh, here you go. Yeah, like, I think they had they their had, They had money, they just didn't want to use it. I think they had their parents' money, but, like, neither of them worked. No, but they still had money, like... <laughs> I guess. Like, that. that's the thing I don't understand, is, like... Like what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're just just skipping over the love between these two brothers. Oh my god! I I, like I feel I feel like Homer. There was no love. 
Homer would have fucking torn Langley a goddamn asshole if he wasn't blind and paralyzed and, like, basically just dying every day. Nope. Wow. Wow, I have no comment for you. The fact that you're like, oh, he loved his brother so much. Yeah, he had him live in a cesspool, Matt. That's not love. That's disgusting. You know, you know what this just makes me makes me think about? What? Um, if I'm ever blind and paralyzed, I don't want you to take care of me. <laughs> I'll build you no. a beautiful nest. I I will actually in a way I do build myself a nest when I go to bed. I line up like like a bunch of pillows and like a couple blankets and like my stuffed animals and I'm like you know like in a nest and I love it. Mm-hmm. But not a trash nest, Matt. I will use whatever resources are at my disposal. I have my resources. I have okay. multiple pillows and blankets and stuffed animals. Those are your resources <laughs> for my nest. Okay. Not like, oh, Heather, I found all these discarded newspapers. Let me put them around (laughs) your body. Look, newspapers are a great insulator, (coughs) all right? It will protect you from those cold nights because we got the power turned off. Uh, They had a kerosene uh, heater that they used. Okay, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. How well do you think that worked in the middle of the garbage? (laughs) So maybe got a fucking garbage. Look, I'm not defending oh the God. hoarder part. You are making my head explode right now. <laughs> this is a beautiful love story that you could have told. This is a disgusting story. And is, all of this could have been It is a beautiful love story. It's a, it's a love Oh, it's a love story now. Where they romantically involved. Incest is the best you, in this Do you household. not love your sister? Um, I love my sister. I wouldn't okay. make out with my sister. That's... That's not the only kind of love. <laughs> I, I know. I know you're like. I know you're like. Oh, love? You mean fuck? No, like these brothers loved each other, right? right? See again. Families. I feel like if Homer wasn't blind and paralyzed, and this happened, he would not love his brother. I feel like he if didn't know. Homer wasn't blind and paralyzed, a lot of this wouldn't happen in the first place. Yeah. So, so imagine if it did happen, I wouldn't love my brother. I'd be like, dude, like I, I would love him, but I would not live with him. I wouldn't deal with him. I'd be like, get fucking help. Like you have a problem. But instead, Homer was forced into this situation. I, if you I think feel about like, it. Wasn't it his situation that kind of like started this whole thing um, he had a stroke in a way yes he had a stroke and then they had to live together but, and then Langley but, spent but all of his on. time taking care of his brother and started, if he had never you know, filled the house with trash they would have not have died homer starved to death because of langley's hoarding obsession yes but he was hoarding yes. because he had some serious mental health problems brought on in part by the traumatic event that happened with his brother whom he loved well we don't know that maybe he was always a hoarder you know and he just like was never able to like divulge into it because he was like well i live with my mom and i live with my dad and i live with people and i can't do this and then he was like oh he can't take care of himself i can do what i want now you know in a way i feel like you're projecting a little bit (laughs) 
I feel like I don't know. I just you're making me mad because like I would hate <laughs> this if I was Homer. I I would have just been look. like, dude, just stop feeding me. Look on YouTube, <laughs> guy's name is Frederick Knudsen. Uh, down the rabbit hole, uh, he told the story as the beautiful love story it is, and like it it's it really is between two brothers. It it no. genuinely is. See, I'm seeing it from a different point of view. I'm seeing it from Homer's point of view. Yeah, because you're walking in at the end, going into a, a house full of garbage with two dead guys in it, and going like, "Oh, this is gross. I wouldn't want any part of this." No, I'm not it saying took, it was gross. It took years I mean, it's to gross. Bu- it took years to build up, because yeah, it was it was a spiral downwards. But like, it's not because. Langley is just like, or is not Homer being like, oh, fuck this guy. I don't think he would have abandoned his brother. You know what he could have done if to actually help his brother? Put him in a fucking hospital and keep working. I think there was a reason why they distrusted medicine. I don't remember what it was. I don't know, but like, I'm sorry, that happened to my sister. I'd be like, I'm going to put you in a home. They're going to take great care of you. I'm going to come see you all the time. You know, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be your sister. Like, he didn't have to stop his life, you know? Like, because, like, yeah, he did sacrifice his life and everything. But, again, at the end of the day, him doing that killed his fucking brother and himself. Like, that that's why I'm like, this isn't a love story. This isn't love for my brother. This was, like, a mentally horrible situation that, like, so many other different ways it could have not ended in both of them dying. You know, I mean that's true. Like, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, there there is a love story in there that I think okay, you're okay. completely. You know what? Go tell your story now. Go tell. I your think you were completely overlooking it. No, I'm overlooking it completely because I'm mad. I'm mad at Lindsay. <laughs> I'm mad about the situation. I would be pissed off if I one day woke up not blind and not paralyzed in my house was just billions of newspapers because he's like i want you to read these i'll be like burn it i would burn the fucking house okay i'm done i ranted <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset oh um 69 dollars sign up for my only fans on patreon.com uh, <laughs> slash death pod <laughs> perfect well timed i don't have a boob, boob infection anymore so i'm ready perfect yeah just look up death pod it's our same profile photo of um death pod with heather matthias and the the skull guy so you know um please sign up we need money i am unemployed Mm -hmm. yeah cool yeah i I just thought we'd do that plot we should make fake um ads fake ads yeah but it's like only for my only fans I'd be down for that. Yeah. Oh, let's do that. Let's work on that. Okay. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm Just for OnlyFans. <laughs> I like how you, you get on here and you're like, oh, yeah, let's plug my OnlyFans. And then as soon as we turn off the camera, you're like, I'm not really sure I want to do this. I don't know how do you feel about this. Like, you think somebody's going to actually pay $69? And I'm like, yeah, somebody's going to actually pay $69. And you're like, Nobody oh, has paid sure $69 that. yet. Nobody we knows the thing exists yet. Patreon. We, we have, have a Patreon, but we don't have listeners. a Patreoner. Like, we have listeners, that's the thing. We have, like, yeah, a $35. Yeah, we have, like, 12. 
Like there's we have a three dollar tier, a five dollar tier. We have my sixty nine dollar only tier. You know, it gives you everything. I mean, everything. <laughs> what happened to it was just like no actual pictures. It's just a camera on your chest. Nah, I'll put like, sex stuff. I will do. Oh sex shit, stuff. we're committing now. I need money. I don't have a job. We're like, we're committing now. I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. I've committed. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe 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 we'll do like twenty dollars, but for right now, sixty nine dollars. Um. Oh, and we're even gonna bring the price down. Like this is desperation we- now. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> I will make an OnlyFans if literally if one person subscribes to the $69 a month tier, I will just make the fucking OnlyFans like be the person and then I'll knock it down to like 20 bucks a month. But just, just open just, the doors for the rest of us here. So somebody yeah. needs to somebody needs to break down the walls and then everyone else can come in. And then everyone can see my titties. <laughs> freshly freshly uh, uninfected titties. Uninfected boob. Because <laughs> that's what I want to see. I mean, all it does is just make it swell a little bit. So, if anything, it makes it so, bigger. Yeah, I was going to say, so slightly smaller now? Maybe maybe $20 <laughs> is about the price, I guess. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So, I'm going to walk you through this, okay? Hold on. Hold on. What episode was it where I was talking about doing a GoPro to my chest and you're like, oh, I don't think that's possible because, and then you stopped talking and I was like, no, Matt, Matt, fucking say it. Fucking say it, Matt. And you were like, I can't. I'm like, is it because I have big tits? (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, yeah. I don't remember. We say a lot of stupid shit. I don't remember this shit. We really do. Oh, by the way, the 24-hour GoPro ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there would just be so much sleep. It would be kind of absurd anyway. 24-hour GoPro? 24 That'd be hour? too much. Maybe, maybe I'll just... <laughs> like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my life. It's just me, like, doing dishes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's the most dad, mundane, boring you know? shit. Yeah, just the huge. Don't even shower that day. Like, it's just nothing. It's Just absolutely nothing, disgusting. Nothing worth anything. Pay $69 Oh, by the way, how long, have we, how long have we uh, been recording? Uh, 40 minutes. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Okay, tell your story. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's time. Okay. All right, so I'm going to walk you through this. Okay. Okay. You are uh, Officer William Woods, and you arrive at uh, the Salt Lake City International Airport. Okay. Okay. I'm Officer Williams. Gun fucking drawn. I go into the airport. I just start firing. I just, just fucking bullets everywhere. Ten people. Down. My aim is really good. Okay. As Officer Williams. <laughs> My aim is spectacular. I go Officer on a Woods. fucking murder spree. Hold on. 
But the thing is, all those ten people I shot were all murderers. And everyone's like, oh my god, you're a hero, Officer Williams. And I'm like, yeah. And then I write in my diary, I didn't fucking know. I kind of just lost it there for a moment. But apparently I'm a hero now. Officer Woods. <laughs> Officer Woods. Ooh, like. You were, you were so, you what? were so, so into $69. You were so intent on shooting everybody in this airport, you didn't even get his name right. You just immediately <laughs> were like, oh, I've got a gun. I'm ready. Let's go. Everybody dies. <laughs> I just hear, I just hear your officer. And I'm like, role play, baby. <laughs> oh shit! I, I got a gun now. Everybody now. dies. Everybody just dies. I should never be um, in law enforcement. No, this this episode of the podcast has absolutely barred you from ever buying a gun. They'll do a they'll I do a background check and be like, oh shit. It's that bitch. <laughs> just, it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, uh she's, she's 50% of death pod up. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't. It's a bad idea. Could you imagine me with a fucking gun? I'd be so hot. Come on. Come <laughs> on. I feel like you'd also be the type of person who would be absolutely terrified of it. Like, like the type of person who's aiming and like looking the other way. Like, I don't want to. I've shot guns before, Matt. Yeah. And did you hide from it? No. No. I shot off a rifle a couple times. Were you any good at it? I was okay. That's I wasn't great answer. at first. I'm moving on. <laughs> Actually, I'm really good at archery. That's a, that's an even more boring answer. I'm moving on. <laughs> okay, so it's August twelfth, two thousand. So I'm off. Pre nine eleven. Oh. All right. Southwest Airlines Flight 1763 comes into land right around 11 o'clock-ish. 11.07, I think they said the time was. There's a an issue aboard the flight, so you've called for backup and you're entering the plane. Okay, uh, I'm, off I'm Officer Woods. In the aisle, Very hard. right by the cockpit, is a white male. Cockpit? A white <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. Is this a porno? It's really not. It's really not. I'm Officer. Hi, I'm Officer Woods here to search your cockpit. Only fan sixty nine dollars a month. Have you ever been on a plane? No. <laughs> Do you have any honest. idea? Like this I know the cockpit is where the the flying men are. Yeah, the, the you know the flying men. <laughs> the pilots. No, the flying men. walking into the cockpit i'm no. officer woods he's Got walking it. he's he's walking onto the plane like boarding where you would board the plane uh, okay lying in the aisle right in front of the door to the cockpit is a white man uh face up unconscious with like six people piled on top of him 
As you're walking up, you hear one of the the passengers say, don't let him up. He's strong. And another one says, when he comes around, he's going to fight you. Oh, hell yeah. The man is clearly not okay at the moment. Uh, So you decide. No. Cock out. What? God damn. God damn, lady. (laughs) Keep it in your pants. Cock out, rock out. No. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So, okay. Hold on. So there's a guy with six people on top of him. Mm hmm. And they're saying, like, what the fuck? So, like, he's just been, like, fighting people? Like. Yeah. There are six people holding this guy down. Wow. So. That's, uh, that's a clearly this guy there. is is in some kind of way uh yeah bleeding like drugged up or something yeah he's he's bleeding and he's got some bruising and you're like okay uh there's not enough space in the aisle of an airplane to do any kind of medical examination on him so yeah. we got to move him into what they call the jetway which is the that tunnel that you walk up onto the plane on uh so one of the passengers just kind of hikes him up onto his shoulder brings him out and drops him in the aisle on the jetway where there's more space. Uh, But because you just heard the passenger go, uh, don't let him up, he's strong, quote, unquote, uh, you decide, I'm just going to put him in handcuffs just in case. Yeah, just to be safe, yeah. So he, you you let the medical examiner do what he's got to do. So you go back onto the plane and there's like... The top half of the door is like broken into into the cockpit, what the fuck? like separated and loosened is the term they use. Um, so you go have a word with with the captain, uh, and he's basically like, "I have no idea what happened. There was some loud noises back there, and then all of a sudden the top half of the door just kind of bumped in, like caved in, and a man kind of like fell halfway into the door." And said something about flying the plane. I have no idea what's going on. And you're like, okay. Uh, that's weird. So uh, he's he's ready to like dead ass fly that fucking plane. Yeah. Wow. What? So you go back outside, medical examiner talking to or uh, trying to take care of this guy. They load him up into an ambulance, take him to the hospital. He dies about an hour later. What the so, fuck? So, in the midst of all of this, your uh, your backup is taking witness statements. So, here's what happened according to the witness. Apparently, uh, about halfway through the flight, from again, this is from Vegas to Utah, not a long flight. Uh, no. A little before halfway through the flight, uh, the man just kind of get stands up. And starts pacing up and down the aisles. And he's saying stuff like, uh, someone needs to go fly this airplane. And, uh, quote, the drugs aren't mine. And it's not the drugs. What the fuck? Just some crazy nonsense. And they they subdue him. They're like, relax, dude. It's all right. They get him. They sit down in the seat. The attendant's checking on him like everything all right? And he says, quote, I'm fine. It's just the drugs. Cool. Uh, 
a little a little while later, a few minutes later, he jumps up and runs to the cockpit door shouting, I can fly this plane. We got to open the door and kicks the top half of the door in repeatedly. And as he's breaking through the door, uh, the rest of the passengers, I think they said like eight to ten passengers, kind of grabbed him, pulled him back and held him on the floor. Yeah, because like, what the fuck? So about eight people all pinned him to the aisle of this airplane for the remaining like hour or so of the flight. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, so who died? The guy. He died in the hospital afterwards. Uh, <laughs> they thought Sorry. they thought it would be like uh, an overdose or something. He died yeah. of uh, asphyxiation. Cause yeah, because he, was, he had six fucking people on top of him. he got crushed by eight people. So did anyone get charged for murder? Technically, it was ruled as a homicide. But because they couldn't establish criminal intent on anybody they yeah no one ever got charged with a crime charged yeah wow what the fuck and one of the interesting things is they they tested him later uh he had traces of marijuana and cocaine in his system but the coroner said it was not nearly enough to cause the kind of outburst he had so yeah so maybe he was like also like mentally unstable or something on top of it nobody knows what the fuck? Ha, I'm Officer Woods. <laughs> I think that's it for today. How, how long have we been going? I think we're good a now. A while. Uh, quite, quite a fucking while. Did you just crash? <laughs> Did I crash? No, no, you're good. You're good. You're you good. keep getting really laggy. Yeah, I, I think your internet is like... When you okay. got up, when you got up before we started to go to the bathroom... Uh, it froze perfectly on your ass for like five minutes and then quit. Were, were you staring at it for five minutes? I mean, what else was I going to do? I'm sitting here ready to go. So. Other stuff? I was I was prepared for the podcast, so I was just waiting for you to come oh back. Oh my God. <laughs> I have a cardigan on. How did you see my ass? <laughs> so it was as you were getting up to, to leave. So like it oh was just God. on the it was just on the right half of the screen. And it just froze there. And I'm like, well, here we are, I guess. If you want to see Heather's ass for five minutes. $69. $69 on Patreon.com slash Death Podcast. <laughs> it's a tier. It's it's, we also have $3 and $5 tiers. If anybody wants to help me out because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is a thing that exists. You can it do does that. exist. I have a feeling, literally, we're going to go eight seasons into this. Not one subscriber. No, no one. I have, I have zero doubt. Two. Honestly, we're probably getting close to, like, I think we'll keep season two till, like, I go back to New York. Yeah. And then, so, like, shortly after that, I go away to school and we're going to have to figure this out all over again. So, oh, yeah. We'll have to have a fully new schedule. Well, I figured I'm going to be unemployed until October, till I'm done with my school. So. so, we'll figure it out. You know. Subscribe. We're doing it now and nobody's listening. Maybe later when somebody's listening. Like, we'll, we'll find time to do it. 
Yeah. If enough people subscribe to your OnlyFans, maybe I could afford to do this as a job while at school. See? Your tits are going to pay for me to not work at school. That's the plan uh, here. If anybody's listening, that's the plan. Google.com. I have a MySpace page. <laughs> of course you do. No, that, that, I that's don't. the least surprising thing I've ever heard. You you would exactly be the type of person who like I'm not saying it's active, but like you had a MySpace page. Did I ever have one? I mean, you, I think I might have made one, but I never used it. I used to have it used to be called my yearbook. That was what I used to have. Now it's called Meet Me. It's like completely fucking different. I didn't have social media until like a couple years ago because I didn't give a shit. I had so. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I had. I that had also a... very much does not surprise me. Were you into the dirty stuff on Tumblr? Were you one of those people who got really upset when they stopped showing porn on Tumblr? No, I didn't give a shit. Oh. I did like everything. I feel like I missed out because everything was like. Porn, uh, Tumblr's the best place for porn. And I'm like, I never once thought that that place would be a place to go look. And everybody was like, no, this is a real loss to society. And I'm like, I believe you. I, I believe that. Oh, my God. <sighs> I have a bunch of, like... There's this one guy I follow who lives in Canada, and he's a chemist. And so he posts a bunch of, like science stuff and then i follow like a bunch of like space blogs like you know easy easy going stuff so you're a fucking nerd is what you're saying okay calm the fuck down (laughs) okay also i'm like fucking nerd (laughs) Are, are you proud of yourself yeah 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 Okay, because you're you're blocked from my OnlyFans now. <laughs> you don't want my Just money. You. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Would you actually subscribe? Yeah. Oh, I'll look, we've had this now. conversation before. Is yeah, we did. Is is paying for someone else's OnlyFans a form of support? Yeah. So I would. If, it's, think, if the I, answer I to that is yes, then like, yes, I would. I've had a couple of my friends be like, Heather, if you mean an OnlyFans, they're just like, first of all, hot. They're like, second of all, we pay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have my two best friends. They're a gay married couple. And all the time, they're just like, you should get OnlyFans. <laughs> and I always say, you both like jack off to me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like tits, but your tits? Pretty good. Oh, no, they're lesbians. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. They love my boobs, so. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We should stop. We're done. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm done. This is taking a weird turn. You're the one who keeps bringing it up. I because couldn't I even start money. my story without you being like, need- ooh, horny? <laughs> like... No, I only started off with, hi, I'm Officer Williams. I run into the airport. I shoot dead people. Horny and violent. Yeah, that's what else is fucking new. (laughs) Like, 
I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not oh, surprised. Also, I'm just disappointed. Also, I really, really want to title this like a porno. Do you mean like literally call it like a porno or are you titling <laughs> no, it like no. like title? <laughs> Okay, you know what? Have a good day, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm stopping now.